This is exactly right. Forgive me for interrupting. I'm Bridger Weiniger, host of I Said No Gifts on Exactly Right. Each week, I invite my favorite people in comedy over to chat, and they always bring a gift. We're coming up on our 200th episode, and every episode is a gem. I have welcomed all kinds of great guests, including Cola Scola, Bowen Yang, Robbie Hoffman. It goes on and on and on. And you don't want to miss the 200th episode with the great Maria Bamford. What does she bring me? Find out April 25th. New episodes every Thursday. Follow I Said No Gifts wherever you get your podcasts. Well, hello. Hi. Welcome to my favorite murder. The Minnesota. The Minnesota. We have tons of minions on this episode. They're so funny because they don't speak English. They're so cute. Overalls? Are you kidding me? Oh, my God. And one eye. That's all you need. That's (laughs) so, so, so make a list. Uh, we're about to read to you your emails you sent to us. Yeah. Um, they used to be about your hometown murders. Or any other thing in the world. They're now about anything you want. We're doing whatever we want. And here's one of my favorite new twists and turns of the hometown. Now we're getting updated stories after we do local shows. (gasps) And so I now have a couple emails about the the I knew so-and-so and and I did this. And here's one thing. Yes. Tell us what we missed. Phoenix came back hard with some Jody Arias information. Yes. Hello. Hello, all. I'm fresh out of the Phoenix show. Wow, she just left. Holy shit. And wanted quickly to send you an email that I've been contemplating sending for nearly two years. Mm -hmm. I put it off because I'm lazy and also because I don't have one complete story to share. Just some random things. Great. Beautiful. Um, And here's to you for being lazy. Back in 2013, I was at work talking to one of the IT guys when his phone started ringing nonstop. Mm -mm. Casually, he said something like, oh, it's another new show calling. (laughs) That guy. Oh, yeah. I took the bait because, of course, I did. And he asked and asked what he meant. He started telling me about how he lived with Travis Alexander and was (gasps) one of the people who discovered his body. (gasps) He's one of the roommates. Yep. He had already been interviewed by Nancy Grace and was being pursued by others. This was during the height of the sexy Slayer media circus. Holy shit. I asked him if he thought she was guilty. He quickly said yes. And that she was so absolutely crazy that anyone who knew him um, never even suspected anyone else. My coworker had only met her a couple times because he was busy with his own life, but he said it was easy to see. He also mentioned that Travis's bedroom light had been on while he was quote unquote out of town aka lying there murdered and that he was going to turn it off but the door was locked so he just left it on oh my god imagine living with a corpse and not knowing just going on with life as usual um i read the police report for this case more recently and it's pretty interesting there's also a theory online that my co-worker was the actual murderer what that's amazing the internet is a strange treasure I there's mean treasure. Treasure. <laughs> oh, they said that? No, I said oh. that. There's, th- there's like theories that it wasn't Jodi Arias? Yes, we know. There's plenty of people who don't think that she did it. They think she's innocent. I'm going to have to stay up all night looking those up. Look it up. Um, I think Malls is one of those people. Oh, right. Who passionately believes that Jodi Arias was set up somehow. Molly McAleer. 
Stop it. (laughs) (laughs) I would love you. Stop it. Um, Anyway, you ladies put on a great show tonight, and the hometown storyteller was badass. Oh, she was, remember? She was the best. Oh, God bless that woman. She fucking, it was like like watching someone run for office, and everyone in the room's like, you have my vote. Totally. So glad I actually left the house to see you in real life. (laughs) (laughs) Amen. My life. Come back soon and bring Steven, Samantha. That's so awesome. Uh, shit, I'm gonna have to read all the theories. Yes. Including the roommate theory. I mean, you know there's so much more going on in that mm-hmm. whole thing. I wanted to go down a whole Nancy Grace Avenue with that story, but it would have taken way too long. Because I was obsessed with her obsession with Who do it. they, who do you think, who do they think did it? The roommate? Other- oh, I don't know. I have no idea. This one's called First Responder Hometown Lighthearted? Question <laughs> mark? Okay. <laughs> Georgia and Karen. Hello, MFM fam. I've been pondering on whether or not to send my family first responder stories, mostly because I couldn't pick out my favorite because there are so many. I come from a family of first responders. My mom's father was a sheriff deputy back when your personal vehicle was your patrol car, but most deputies (laughs) preferred just to use their horse. (laughs) How old are these people? I don't know. (laughs) My mother has worked as an ER nurse and a 911 dispatcher. In addition to volunteering as an EMT, my brother's volunteer EMT and firefighter in his free time and works in law enforcement. My, my dad, she just kind of gives us her resume. That, that the whole family's into the it? The whole family. Uh, it's usually how it is. So... Uh, okay. When my dad was a young beat cop, he attempted to arrest a man. I don't remember the entire story, but this guy was jacked up on drugs and I'll caps angry oh the guy knocked my dad down and the two started wrestling to the ground who fucking knocks a cop down and starts fighting a cop well if you're on pcp and you think the cop is godzilla sure you know fair uh this guy knocked my dad down and the two started wrestling the guy reached for my dad's gun multiple times and my dad could feel him pulling at the weapon with extreme force this was back in the day when cops carried revolvers and leather holsters with only a thin unreliable strip of leather to hold them in place after one hell of a fight back up arrived back up arrived (laughs) (laughs) i got back up Back up. Back up. All right. You got to have a fucking slash, man. That's right. Listen. Uh, Back up arrived. And my dad was able to get away and the guy was arrested. When my dad got up from the ground, he was covered in blood. After checking himself for any wounds that happened during the struggle, he found that his assailant had ripped all caps, a strip of flesh from the palm of his own hand on the hammer of the revolver when he was trying to take my dad's gun oh no somehow the tiny piece of leather that retained the revolver did not break which ultimately saved my dad's life that night wow uh thank you so much for the amazing podcast your fun banter has gotten me through so many long commutes and equally long days something something mental health stigma surrounding (laughs) mental health keep on being awesome i hope i make it to a live show this year so do we jesse come on stay sexy don't get murdered all the best jesse I like that you said something, something mental health. <laughs> <laughs> you know. Fill in the blank mental health. Mental health. <laughs> <laughs> um, awesome, Jesse. That Thanks, was a, Jesse. an amazing story. Uh, thank God for leather strips. Hey, man. But also so gross to be covered in Ugh. someone else's blood when you From get a up. strip off your hand. Gross. Ow. Ugh. All right. This one is also from the Phoenix show. Uh, 
Karen and Georgia, thank you so much for what you do and just being you. No problem. You truly make a tough part of my day, my commute, much easier. Something, something mental health. <laughs> something, something mental health. Good night. <laughs> I hope you both had a great meal or bought yourself something nice with the gift. <gasps> These are the people. Oh. Okay. In the fucking <laughs> meet and greet line. This made me laugh so, so hard. I love it. They walked up and they handed each of us a car, a, a card in an envelope that was sealed, but it was a thick card in an envelope so i go would you give us money and they go yeah <laughs> and these two <laughs> hilarious people gave each of us a 50 dollars gift card like a visa gift card because they're like we don't make anything we and it said in the card go buy yourself dinner just go buy yourself something nice <laughs> it made me laugh so fucking hard so and i was funny. like don't give us money and they're I like know. we want to we want to you have to keep it i still have it in my uh wallet because i'm like i can't use this i know <laughs> we better buy ourselves something nice sure that's so hilarious that's funny. um well thank you for those we, I, luckily we got to say thank you face to face yeah okay so now on to my jo jody aria story okay. um so I'm a teacher. I have been for many years. After a few years of jumping from grade to grade in an effort to stave off boredom, I opted to take a job teaching in a local men's prison. Great hours, great pay, shitty toxic environment. It was just as awful as you'd imagine. It felt like I was serving a sentence too, mm. if only for 10 hours a day. I stuck it out though because I was making great money for a teacher. Skippers go to this point. <laughs> Here we are. I was poached for an interview as people who are in this field are hard to come by. I showed up to the interview and was asked the usual BS questions. At the conclusion of the questions, I was given a tour of the facility, specifically mm -hmm. the education section. Mm -mm. Each classroom was very clean and organized and the students were busy working hard. And when we got to the second classroom, my guide and possible future boss indicated that this would be the room that I would be taking over. Uh -oh. No sooner does she get buzzed through the door, do I catch a glimpse of the student within and one young lady standing in front acting as the teacher's assistant any guesses on who my teacher's assistant would have been jody yeah arias. that's right it's jody fucking arias ah. i have never noped out of a situation faster <laughs> in my life oh my god we had a blast with you guys in phoenix thanks again i'll just say the initial c oh my god amazing what a crazy fucking life to live as like anyone who does anything in a prison and they're not the prisoner that's right i mean so hard an absolute day-to-day -day, what the fuck so hard and intense and stressful and it's not like you're going to an office that you're like pissed off about oh all of it then we we could go down a long quarter of now how about you fucking <laughs> live there how about you're in the jail well, how about you send us your stories about working? <laughs> now we can go there. Oh, my God. There's something about the sound of an old-timey cash register that really takes me back. I know. It sounds like someone is about to hand me an ice cream cone, but it also sounds like we just sold some merch. That's right. And if you're a Shopify user like us, you know that this sound means you just made a sale. Shopify has helped millions of businesses sell their products online, but did you know they also offer the same support for brick and mortar stores? From accepting payments to managing inventory, they have everything you need to sell in person. So give your point of sale system a serious upgrade with Shopify. 
Shopify POS tracks sales across all your locations. That way you'll always know what you have in stock and where. They also provide reliable tech that fits your unique retail needs, like turning a tablet into a credit card reader. And if you're looking to reach new customers, check out Shopify's marketing tools. They're easy to use and they integrate with all social media platforms. With Shopify, we have a powerful partner for managing our sales. And if you're a business owner, you can too. Do retail right with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period today at shopify.com murder. And here's the important note, that promo code is all lowercase. So go to shopify.com slash murder and take your retail business to the next level. That's shopify.com slash murder. Again, don't forget the code is all lowercase. Goodbye. Georgia, have you ever been blown away by the most simple dish at a restaurant? Like perfectly scrambled eggs? Oh my God, yes, Karen. And then all I want to do is make that dish at home and eat it every day. Well, you probably could as long as you have the chef's secret ingredient, Made In Cookware. Made In was created to bring restaurant quality performance kitchenware to home chefs around the world. For years, they've built their business by supplying restaurants and top chefs with high-end cookware. Some of Tom Colicchio's most treasured dishes at his restaurant craft are made in Made In. Whether you're cooking for professional critics or just the critics you live with, your meals will benefit from the quality of made-in products. Like their carbon steel cookware, it combines the best of both cast iron and stainless steel clad, so it's rugged enough for grills or an open flame. It's the MVP of summer cookouts and cook-ins. What I really love about made-in cookware is that it actually makes something like having a Memorial Day barbecue much more convenient because you can keep everything on the grill if you need to throw, say, a pan of garlic up on the top while you're grilling your steaks on the bottom. It's strong enough, durable enough to do that. If you want to take your cooking to the next level, remember what so many great dishes have in common. They're all made-in, made-in. Save up to 25% this Memorial Day from May 18th through May 27th when you visit madeincookware.com. That's M-A-D-E-I-N cookware.com. Goodbye. If you're like me, you're always looking for a story to dive into. Whether it's a family drama or a mystery to solve, the key to getting hooked is the details. I need rich visuals and intricate storylines, and June's Journey has that and more. June's Journey is a mobile mystery game that follows June Parker, a daring young woman, on a quest to uncover the truth about her sister's murder. This is your chance to test your detective skills because you'll play the game as June herself. Explore beautifully designed scenes from the 1920s, like lavish estates and gardens, and don't forget to keep an eye out for hidden clues. There are twists, turns, and catchy tunes, all leading you deeper into the thrilling storyline. And if you play well enough, you can make it to the detective club. There, you'll chat with other players and compete with or against them. June needs your help, but watch out, you never know which character might be a villain. Shocking family secrets will be revealed, but will you crack the case? Find out as you escape this world and dive into June's world of mystery, murder, and romance. It's all just one tap away. Discover your inner detective when you download June's Journey for free today on iOS and Android. That's June's Journey. Download the game for free on iOS and Android. Goodbye. All right, this one, I'm not going to tell you the name of it because I'll tell you at the end because it gives it away. Karen, Georgia, various animals, and the voice of Tina Belcher. (laughs) Steven! Butts. (laughs) (laughs) About 10 years ago, my newlywed brother and his wife bought a house built in the early 1900s as a fixer-upper project. Pass. Loving it. Uh, The previous family had been living there for about 10 years and were severe hoarders. Great. And left so much crap there. I was about 13 at the time 
perfect fucking age to see what hoarding looks like because you're through shit never gonna do that that's right 13 right you mean it'll traumatize you into never being a hoarder yes yeah show 13 year olds this shit uh and so that whole summer i had to help clean up that hell hole uh after the first week we had things looking pretty good and cleaned up but there was one wall in the laundry room that always smelled terrible when you passed by it Uh uh-oh karen's covering her face i'm holding my forehead Uh in fear we tried bleaching it bleaching a A wall wall. (laughs) (laughs) but the smell didn't go away wait what you covering a wall and bleach didn't help it just it just added a new bad smell it just smelled like bleach my brother got tired of it, so he took a sledgehammer and knocked down the drywall, only to have... Oh. Ready for this? Yes. Uh, both of you look oh. hilarious right now. Only to have hundreds of tiny mice corpses fall out onto the ground. <laughs> <laughs> this, this letter is called... A wall of mice corpses. No. <laughs> um, blah, 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 fall to the ground. My badass mother was the only one who could stomach cleaning up all of the mice, which were in varying states of decay. Ooh. Some still had flesh, while others were only bones and fur. Exclamation mark. Ooh. I just wanted to make sure that was there. God. She initially tried counting how many there were, but gave up after a hundred. No way. My mom is always the one in our family that cleans up the barf or poo or whatever gross things happen. Yeah, that's called being a mom. That's called being a mother. That's moms. After the house renovation, con- after that, the house renovation continued and was finished, and my brother ended up doubling investment on it when he sold it. But I still have nightmares <laughs> from seeing that mountain of dead mice. I wish we would have taken pictures, but unfortunately, we didn't. SSDGM Spencer. Spencer. Spencer, draw us a picture. Spencer, pictures or it didn't happen. Uh, Hand drawn, hand drawn illustrations or it didn't happen. I mean, you think that like mice corpses wouldn't smell? Well, right? Yeah, I mean, anything rotting is going to smell. Yeah, but they probably. And also, they're mice filled with. You know, they're all disease-based. Disease oh. Nope. <laughs> they sleep in matchboxes. I How had mice when I was a kid as pets. Did you? Sunshine and rats, yeah. Oh, They're real sweet. They are sweet, but they're de- when they're dead... <laughs> they're not sweet. They're sour. <laughs> are you ready for this last one? Mm-hmm. First responder story, winter chemical spill. Oh, I love it. I love chemicals. Hello... <laughs> We have all our lives. Hello to everyone, animal and all. I love it. It sounds kind of foreign. I'm a forensics major, and I absolutely love your guys' podcast, the UNL Forensics Club, University of Nevada, Laughlin. Is that right? What's UNL? Did you make that up? Oh. I made it up. UNL. University of Louisiana. Where's the N, though? U. University, <laughs> University of L, UNL, Nevada. Oh. Stephen's gonna fix New Laughlin. It's the University of New Laughlin. That's exactly right. <laughs> you remember old Laughlin? You drove through it on the way to Vegas. Well, now there's a new Laughlin, and it's better. <laughs> University of North London. <gasps> oh, oh University of Nebraska Lincoln, Lincoln, Nebraska. Oh, huh. That's far away from what we thought, guys. Oh, yep, because, well, it comes up later. God damn me. Edit that down a little bit. <laughs> it, like, I think trim it a bit. It's funny. But not that really. we're stupid. <laughs> but let's not go on and on about our stupidity. As we have for two years. 
<laughs> leave that part in. Okay. Elvis. Let's see. So the UNL Forensics Club mm-hmm. introduced me, and Mystery Club, introduced me to you guys. I've been listening to it continuously since. Thanks. I come from a whole family of true crime freaks. My mom was studying to become a criminologist. Ooh parentheses but I came along and my Oops. grandpa was an investigator and my aunt is a forensic psychologist wow. so murder and serial killers is the number one table topic at Thanksgiving dinner hell yes oh my god I love it uh, however I'm the black sheep of my family since I'm studying to become a psychiatric nurse hello hi Pat Jr. Uh, long into long intro short uh, my current boyfriend is a firefighter in Blaine Minnesota so one night during dinner with my parents, he was on call and had a scanner going, which is an amazing night for a nosy person who relishes in hearing other people's business. We used to listen to a police <gasps> scanner when me um, and my friend Jay Johnston, who is also on Mr. Show, mm-hmm. um, and we used to hang out at his house. He had a police scanner. And then after a little while, I can't remember if it was also the police scanner that would pick up cordless phone calls. Oh, yeah. We would listen to people in the neighborhood's cordless phone calls. Oh. And it would be nothing. It would just be two people like just chatting hey, about man. stuff. It was the most fascinating. I we we love did it. it for hours. We would just listen to people talking on the phone. That's all I want. And it also like of course every time I talk on the phone I'm like talk on the phone like someone's listening to you someone's listening to you Someone my brother fig- my brother had like a CB radio when he was like the 13 you know 1990 computer genius yeah before it was a thing and we would listen to talk to CB radio people and he would know how to like plug the phones in to listen to shit and it was yes. like the best. The best. The best. The best. People, that's why reality TV is as popular as it is. We just want to watch other people <laughs> hanging out. Yeah. We just want to watch the Kardashians eat salad <laughs> and talk about nothing. Yeah. Got it. Here we go. Here we go. During dinner, my boyfriend's scanner went silent and he had gotten a call, which pick, which he picks up and runs out the door and drives away, leaving his wallet and jacket in a Minnesota winter. Jesus. Mm. Later that night around 1 a.m., he comes back and he tells me that one of those chemical trucks slid on some ice mm. and was knocked over and spilled its white contents along the highway, which caused the surrounding fire departments to come to the rescue <gasps> as they all showed up in hazmat suits prepared for a chemical spill my boyfriend's chief approaches the tip truck to see the label reading lando lakes <gasps> all of the minneapolis and st paul area fire departments were called for emergency causing all of the on-call workers to rush to the scene all for a truck full of milk that had tipped over on the highway <laughs> then some person who called 911 without reading the name of the company on the oh, truck oh no SSDGM Gabriella. <laughs> That's amazing. But listen, what if it what if it goes deep? What if Lando Lakes is fucking, you know, the diehard yep. people? It's they're actually making laundry detergent. Laundry detergent. It's, it goes to the top. It goes to the top of detergent it butter. It goes all the way to the top. Well, that was fun. Well, that was nice times. Listen. We really, look, we ranged it. We ranged it from here to there. From the top to the bottom. From the, back to the middle and around again. Is that a song? Yeah. Oh. Is it from the 90s? Yeah. What, how does it, how, what's the ending part? From the back to the middle and around it. Come on, you know. I'm yeah, gonna I would love walk you 500 miles. <laughs> it's like fucking R&B shit. Pure mm-hmm. love. No, nope. that's it. Well, uh, send your shit to. <laughs> I'm so ashamed. No, you shouldn't be. It's very, it's very Georgia, like 
11 year old Paula Abdul fan. Oh, okay. Well, right? I just can't even. Usually, Stephen, can you cue it up to play to play us out? He's got, got it. it. All right. Uh, thanks for listening. Send your whatever your story is. Send it to my favorite murder at Gmail. And stay sexy. And don't get murdered. Uh, Bye. Come on. This is your drug gaze fucking rave shit. Isn't no, it? this is some. No, this is like straight up like um, CNC Music Factory time. Stephen, you know it. No, it's from me. Elvis? Want a cookie? Good boy, Mr. Ringtone boy. Mr. Ringtone. <laughs> <laughs>